What is up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Tea with Tina podcast. Today's episode is going to be a fun dive into a warm and cozy vibe. You may have heard of it before. The pronunciation I just found out, I've been pronouncing it wrong my whole life. (laughs) It's called Huga or Huga, H-Y-G-G-E. I used to call it Hyge or yeah, Hyge. but it's huga so it's actually danish and it's a danish word that means creating a warm atmosphere and enjoying the good things in life with good people and i think it's important because i think that can really tie into our health and wellness journey because i always talk about how health and fitness is kind of like an octopus excuse me, an octopus of different elements like working out and nutrition and there's community and culture. And I think environment can include this hygge, um vibe <laughs> and, and our ability to create an environment that doesn't stress us out, that allows us to kind of calm down our nervous system and, you know, be a great human so let's kind of dive into that and yeah let's do it welcome to the tea with tina your favorite podcast where we talk all things health fitness lifestyle and maybe a little bit of tea gets spilled we chat all about this in a super casual environment so grab your beverage of choice sit back relax and enjoy All right, so again, diving into the official definition, I kind of gave you a general definition of huga, <laughs> huga huga. I'm sorry, you're gonna probably like hear me use both of them, but the definition is a quality of coziness and comfortable conviviality that engenders a feeling of contentment or well-being, regarded as a defining characteristic of Danish culture. And that's something interesting. Like, I don't know where you're listening in the world because not everybody listens in the U.S., but I know we live in the United States. I live in the United States and the United States culture, I talk about this quite a bit. It's a little conflicting um, and it's kind of changing. I feel like because there's so many people and with the Internet now, we're kind of branching out into these more specific little groups. But, you know, the general consensus of America is work a lot. (laughs) Um, never take rest. The harder you work, the more appreciated you are. And, you know, you get a pat on the back and we're all exhausted and we just caffeinate and eat all this processed sugary carby food. And we're just like in this endless cycle of despair. (laughs) And as somebody who has an autoimmune condition, um, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, which is very inflammatory, um, PCOS, someone who's worked themselves to burn out multiple times in an attempt to live this American lifestyle. I have taken a big step back. Um, I also think personality-wise, I'm not super extroverted. I'm a highly sensitive person. I just did a podcast episode with my friend Grace, um, who's a highly sensitive coach. Really great if you think that might be someone like you too. I'll link it in the show notes. But I feel like... It's just as I've gotten older and I've gotten to know myself more and I've, I've lived through certain things and I'm far from being done yet, but I feel like I've learned to take the slower life. Like I've always been like that old lady vibe for lack of better description. Like I don't like parties or doing crazy things and maybe some of you guys do, but I, 
I appreciate the stillness of life or being in nature and taking things slower and my brain just works better. My um, nervous system works better. And when I take that time to rest, I realize what it is time for me to actually work and do things. I will put out such better quality work. I will be a better quality friend, uh, daughter, wife, whatever it may be. Um, because I pull back and take that time to rest as opposed to maybe going at it full speed and yeah, I'm present, but I feel like garbage the whole time. So that's, that's really important to me is, is just showing up as my best self and I will do whatever it takes to rest and rejuvenate to be that person. And I think a lot of like European cultures do appreciate that lifestyle. Um, I know places like Japan and things like that, they're also high achievers. I mean, oh my god, there's so many um, deaths due to overworking. They, It's like considered great if you like kind of sleep overnight in your office. They are definitely a little bit more um, into the crazy work life than us, but it, it's kind of cool to see how different cultures operate and function. Um, but I'm definitely with the Huga vibe. <laughs> And like, it's definitely, it's definitely Hugo. I want you to just listen because this is how Google pronounces it, okay? I'm going to turn up the volume. Hugo. Hear that? Hugo. Hugo. Okay, so that, that's what we're going to be working with, Hugo. Um, so in brief, Hugo is about taking time away from the daily rush to be together with people you care about or even by yourself to relax and enjoy life's quieter pleasures. And this is so important, even for my people that think that they're not um, people who like quiet time. I have a friend like that. She does not like being alone. She hates quiet time. And I honestly challenge you and think that maybe you do need more quiet time. I think sometimes we rely so much on other people and the noise and things going on around us that when we do finally get some quiet time, it makes us uncomfortable because we're alone with our thoughts. And I've said it before, but I think quiet time is a great meditation technique. Like meditation doesn't have to be you sitting cross-legged, you know, oming to whatever. Um, quiet time whether it be reading a book sitting in nature walking um i think it's a great time for our brain to defrag it's a great time to organize our thoughts to sort out things and i know there's a lot of people that don't like that they don't like sitting with their thoughts um that's probably why they go out to party and drink or whatever it may be to distract themselves and they don't want to face the problems or whatever thoughts they're going through but i think it's so important kind of like the fitness realm you know you can kind of ignore things until they get really bad and then you end up with a bad, you know, blood work report or something. Kind of same thing with our, our thoughts. You can ignore it for so long, um, which is difficult and it's equally difficult to face the problems, but I think it's more beneficial long term. I actually was just having a conversation with a client about this. She kind of um, and no shame to her. Like, I, I love meeting clients where they're at. I feel like some clients think that we, that, that they need to show up perfectly for me, and they don't. I prefer when you <laughs> present your problems and you're kind of open with me because it allows me to meet you where you're at, see really what's going on, and accurately teach you. And she came to, like, she was kind of quiet on her end as far as coaching. She wasn't really logging workouts. 
um she wasn't showing up so I was like hey you know what's going on and she was kind of saying that like she knew what she had to do but she felt really paralyzed and she would kind of do things to get her mind off things and that's what I told her I said hey you kind of need to confront this like I know it's really uncomfortable and maybe the time isn't right right now but at some point it'll be beneficial to do the hard work of confronting things and getting it taken care of so you can live a better quality of life. So that's something to think about. And I know that's a really hard conversation to have with yourself. I've been in that situation before. Um, but quiet, even just starting with some quiet time and sitting in the discomfort can be a great step in the right direction. Okay. Um, that's kind of like the general vibe of Hugo, but I will say there's also kind of like a style about it as well for like how you can decorate your home or set the mood so it's warm and cozy but I think what warm and cozy means is dependent on the person I don't really think you can relate it to a certain decor style um because I haven't really seen it done particularly for anything so like you know you can have a Victorian warm and cozy style. You can have a woodsy style. You can do maximalism. Um, really, you could do it for anything. Rustic. Um, modern is a little bit harder to make cozy, but you can do it. <laughs> I, I think any, any style, you really could make it, you know, Hugo. But with that being said, I actually, there was a store by my old house that sold like that style of um furniture and things and the way they had it oh that's funny it did come up when I googled it there's not many stores like it um let me see what pictures they have so consciously cozy gifts for you and yours now since this is Danish I'm assuming a lot of it would probably reflect like Danish culture and style. Oh, see, they pronounce it Huga. I like Huga. It's the Danish word for fun. I don't know. See, I'm seeing so many conflicting things. <laughs> but let me see for home. What is on the for home? You know, they have things like candles and things like fairy lights, wood. Um, so you can you can kind of break it down to the five senses too, right? You can cozy smells. What's a cozy smell for you? And again, this is going to vary per person. Um, you know, warm, fuzzy blankets or robes, um, wooden trays, um, lotions, maybe, you know, heat, warmth. Um, like I said, the fairy lights are good something like that so it's almost like a form of self-care i would say they even have a granite drink dispenser that's kind of interesting um honey so kind of like yeah and and i hate to put this in a box because i feel like it's gonna be different per person a great place to go for this is pinterest so that's where i'm at <laughs> so very much danish style it looks like in the snow <laughs> my husband would love this lots of dark worn wood fuzzy blankets a lot of candles i am liking like the winter cozy vibe because i will say i'm i'm not a fan of winter but like if it can be made the right way i'm all about it um Oh, looks like there's kind of like charcuterie board vibes, which is also funny. I had some really great um, 
brie cheese the other day and it was just amazing <laughs> Um, so this is really interesting. I actually might explore it a little bit more for myself just to kind of get a feel because I'm someone who's really big on vibes and this could be more of a female thing or whatever, but I'm, I love that cozy, warm feeling or things that give us a good feeling. And sometimes that can itself, like just scrolling Pinterest and looking at these cozy things and like seeing what aligns with you can be very comforting in a form of self-care within itself um I gotta show these to my husband because like I said my husband is a big winter fan he loves winter he loves that like you know mountain man in the woods with a fireplace and like I could love that too if the setting was right and that's been kind of one of my life goals is to embrace winter a bit more I've been unsuccessful <laughs> but I do want to embrace winter <laughs> But it looks very cottage y to me. Um, I'd be intrigued to see what you kind of find for your Huga um, vibe. Because, oh, it looks like they have summer Huga. So they have different seasons, but it does seem to, like, fall under, like, winter. But, yeah. So that's kind of fun. I just wanted to share it today. Maybe bring it upon you. Um, if you're looking for inspiration in your life, something to kind of bring up a little bit of a vibe, definitely recommend looking up some um, inspiration on Pinterest and getting the vibe. Harry Potter would be a great, like, like the Great Hall. That'd be, you know, big Hugo vibes. Very cozy, all that fun stuff. Um, but yeah. So yeah, <laughs> just wanted to share with you guys. Like I said, this was kind of like a shorter episode, but hopefully you learned something new. Feel free to share your Huga pictures with me on social media. And until next time, stay cozy, have a great rest of your week, and we'll chat soon.